Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Lifty Delaney. So what? It's the Ripley's Odyssey. We're going through the 2021 Ripley's Believe It or Not, choosing random pages, having a look, seeing if we believe it or if we don't believe it. Mate, let me just say, before we go on to this week's page, i tell you one thing that I do not believe is look at the back. Take your Mm -hmm. Ripley's, and if you're listening at home and you've got yourself a Ripley's, which you really Mm -hmm. should do if you want to fully enjoy the full experience of these. Why wouldn't you? Um, Take it and Mm -hmm. just look at the 3D effect that they've managed to render on the back page, mate. Fucking hell. I don't know whether it's the light I've got here, as I'm looking at if you sort of move it gently just, in various yeah, angles and you see the sort of swirl effect, it's like psychedelic. Fuck me. I mean, I mean it says 20 quid on the back. The money. It says 20 quid on the back. No one's paying 20 no. quid for this. It was about no. 10 or on Amazon. I saw it in yeah. Sainsbury's for 8 quid. So it's got eight all the information. Quid. but they're 8 not... quid just for that thing. Yeah, exactly. A visual effect. It's, yeah. like a to- it's like a toy in itself. Woo! I mean, in our day... That would count as a as a toy. I mean, it was like those kaleidoscopes you used to get given. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's and, and at the bottom, it says, mind blown. And I'm thinking, fucking, you're telling me, mate. Already, yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't the, even looked into it yet. Can you see how 3D that is, where it says mind blown? I don't mm-hmm. know what it's looking like at your end. It might depend on the lighting. But at my end, it looks like beneath those words is an ocean that goes on mm. like... For you know, however, how, how, how do you measure depth? Is it forever leagues? Leagues, yeah. Because this is like a bl- deep blue sea. It's like I'm in the Pacific Ocean, mate. Uh, what, what 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 is one league? I wonder. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess it's about half a mile. Because <laughs> there was that film, wasn't there? Was it Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea? That's a lot yeah, of leagues, isn't it? Yeah, we better check that out. That sounds like a good film as well. That needs a revisit. That's um, the first film I ever saw in the cinema with me gran when I was about four. Where are we going? Fact fans to see a film about sea depth leagues. 
<laughs> You're four now. It's time you learned about sea depth. There's something you ought to know about the sea. You've probably just paddled in it. But let me fucking tell you, it goes down you, you, unfathomably you, deep. You've been wrongly taught that the sea is fun, my child. But it is not. <laughs> it is dangerous. Yeah. It is lethal. That is a conspiracy. <laughs> By the 1%. <laughs> Yeah, 20,000 leagues under the sea. So let's just guess how how far is a league in miles? Uh, it's, One mile. Well, you're going to be surprised here, mate. Get ready All to right, have yeah. your socks blown off and we haven't even opened, Ripley's <laughs> Believe It or Not yet. Okay. One nautical league equals mm-hmm. 3.45 miles. That is Fuck. fucking deep, isn't it? So 20,000 of them, oh. that's 60,000 60, Well, don't worry, I've got a calculator miles. here that I found online. So 20,000. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on, I think I've done 200,000. Okay, 20,000. You're talking going down 69,046 miles under the sea. That's possible. madness. Utter madness, that is. Surely that's going to... That's going to go through the Earth's core and then come out the other out side. Out the other side, mate. Yeah. You'd come or up in Australia. You'd go straight through. Uh, I'm suspicious about that now. Mm. I was planning to watch that film again, but maybe you not. You go down that deep, I tell you what, you're coming back up with the bends, mate. Definitely. It's on Disney Plus, I think. Yeah, it's well worth a watch. watch. I might watch that later. I like all those sort right. of films that Disney made that you can get on Disney Plus from like the sixties and seventies that mm. were had actors in as opposed to animated <laughs> had people. It had humans, yeah. I like actor yeah. films. Um Well I mean the the one that I've <clears> never <throat> seen, but we used to sell it in our price on VHS and uh it's on Disney Plus. The computer wore tennis shoes. What? Fucking hell, I've never heard of that. That sounds wicked. <laughs> They're all on yeah. there. And then you've got things like <laughs> That Darned Cat. Yeah. One of our dinosaurs is missing. Oh, we still haven't watched That Darned Cat. Is that the cat detective? Yeah. Uh, no, What's I don't know one? if he's a detective. He's just, I think he, I think he was a thief, actually, but I'm not sure. Is there not a one that's got a dog detective in and we were going to get around to watching it? I can't remember the context. Maybe you could ask this of your uh, your other podcast co-host but yeah in a series of reeves and mortimer do you remember the series within the series they had called the club yes which was two yes, brothers yeah <laughs> what they called paul Barron and something else weirdly yeah. but like bob inexplicably had a sort of a chinese accent he did yeah and i can't remember the context i'll go back and look but whenever I think of the film, That Darned Cat, I can only think of Bob saying, <laughs> That Darned Cat! <laughs> it's like he refers to it as their favourite film in, the, in it. I don't I'll have to check bit. it out. Ask him ask him about That Darned Cat and what his thoughts are on it. But uh, That Darned Cat is one of the best, certainly one of the best titles of a film ever, isn't it? What was was it called? Shaggy or something? Oh, a, the, the one that was the the dog that was the um, the, the shaggy the, the, deer. Yeah, we did. We talked about that loads. Yeah, uh, but I still on this podcast. It. 
I still yeah, yeah. watched it. We just saw clips of it because the, there's a dog that punches some... Do you remember that? We saw a clip, and at yeah. the time, this was before we'd seen that clip of Bobby... Uh, Mr. Blobby walking on to this morning. Yeah. Um, so different times, because that was very much the game changer for clips on the yeah. internet. But before that, I think we declared this the funniest clip, because it's where it, the geezy turns in, he keeps turning into a dog. He's like quite a mm. high up defence attorney, but then he turns <laughs> into a shaggy dog. And there's this bit where he has to run out of a building and he's running... <laughs> I think he's like running on hind legs and he punches someone in the face and then jumps out the window. Do you remember? Yeah. I mean, that needs to be remade. That will re-explored by, you know, modern filmmakers. Someone who turns into a dog. It wouldn't be as good, though, because it's sort of funny that there's a man, a human actor, inside a dog suit running on hind legs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Running, lumbering they'd about. they have to do it like that. You can't have any of this CGI Don't shit. Don't CGI it. They'd have CGI to do it, it like that. Mm. It was like, I remember they remade Monkey Magic and mm. it was too good and you realised that half the charm of it was the shonkiness. Do you know what I mean? It was. And Could when we? they remade Possibly. it, no one watched it because it was really slick. Yeah. And the other thing is, like all modern remakes of those kind of traditions, they always, nowadays, have to make it serious mm-hmm. because it's for man-children. Yeah, well, the other characters have a darkness about them, don't yeah, they? Yeah, because it makes... And it's only because didn't. it makes... These kids, the, these people, they were kids and they liked Batman because Batman was fucking mental and a right laugh. fun. Right? Yeah. And then, because they're man babies, they can't give up like in Batman. And somewhere deep inside, they're guilty and ashamed of that, as they should be, in my opinion. And then they go, well, bring Batman back because we've done a load of research and we found out that there's loads of man babies in their 40s who still are really into this story of a billionaire who dresses up as a bat, right? Yeah. Um, so we can make some dough out of this, but... That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's just a, a capitalist exercise. Fair enough. Nothing would, wrong with that. Would, would, would we be treading on Disney's toes if we were to make a, 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 a film, if you like, about two podcasters who could turn into dogs? Yeah. Now, that is, we've got some friends out there, listeners who are filmmakers, creatives, people who can help us in these kind of endeavours. It's a fucking good dog suit. It's a fucking. Are you a dog suit maker? Uh, If you are, get in touch. Sam, 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 we call it the dog casters. Sam and Andy were just two regular day-to-day podcasters until one day they got bitten by two radioactive dogs on a visit to the dog pound. (laughs) Yes, they tried tried to eat the cat antidote, but it didn't work because it was just for cats. That just made it worse. When you combine a radioactive dog bite with cat antidote, only that, one thing's going to happen. You're going to start turning into a dog. That that made it worse, because what's the opposite of cats? A dog. <laughs> hey, Sam, what's the matter? Why are you licking your own butthole? <laughs> oh, it's happening again. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Add that to the list of the things we'll never do. Uh, should we have a look in this book? I'm just going to ask you one quick thing before we get into the book. Um, 
something we've never discussed before, but that came into my head over the Christmas period, and I've been thinking about a lot. Standing about, standing places. <laughs> standing about. Yeah. I was watching. A, I was watching a TV program with my wife, and and in it, there's um, <laughs> there was a character who was standing on the edge of a lake, which has got to be one of the best places you can stand. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And they're just looking out. You know, like when you're standing and you're having a think and you're like pensive mm-hmm. and you're looking out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, look at that. Having a good mm-hmm. stand there, and she? Nice it was a woman character. And I think, yeah. She's having a right good stand about. Yeah. And then I thought, people don't stand as much anymore. You don't get the time, do you? Because you're either nah. sitting down. I mean, men like mm-hmm. us, we're, we'll either be sitting or lying or reclining or yeah. we'll be on the move. Mm. One of those two things. But having a good stand, there's nothing like it. And I was just thinking people should take time out of, you know, we live in a busy, frantic, high-pressured world these days, Mm. don't we? And I think the lost art of standing is Mm. something that we should put some time aside. It's called self-care, actually, Andy, and it's important. I've not done any. I can't think of any standing that I've done since my kids left primary school and I had to go and pick them up and stand in the playground and wait for them. That was some good standing every day. Yeah. And even when you do stand, like I'll occasionally stand waiting for my son to come out of school. But I don't, it's not really stand. Yeah, I'm upright on my two feet. But you mm. know what I'll be doing? I'll be looking at my fucking phone or something like that. Mm. And to me, that's not a proper stand. It's not an, no. it's not an old-fashioned good stand it's not about, a mindfulness, is it? A, a mindfulness kind of stand. Just standing. It you and the standing and nothing else. Exactly. Just dreamily looking off, planting your two feet firmly on the ground, not yeah. slouching. Yeah. Keeping I mean, your tailbone tucked in. With with a good posture. With the standing at the playground, I'd sometimes kind of shuffle from foot to foot and maybe find a little stone to kick or something like that. No, it's not quite still. the same. Yeah. yeah. that's Well, that's the problem that, that we all have. We've all got that problem these days. I mean, it's, it's, also, it's, when you're standing, you're trying to think, how can I stand in a position where mm. it looks as if I just haven't seen that other parent I know they're there. I just really am not in the mood for having a conversation. Because I want to have a stand. Yeah. You just never, you're, you know, you've, you've nipped over the school to pick up your kid and you're like, oh, I'm not fucking, I just don't want to talk to anyone, but I don't want to, yeah. I don't want it to get back to my wife that I've been unfriendly at the school gates again. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll try and make out that I just cut, I'll position my body in a way that I'm not, actually seeing anyone so you end up standing almost with your nose touching the wall there's an art to it isn't there to avoiding people oh fucking it can get tricky at schools because there's so many of them around yeah that's lockdown's quite good the the standing thing um as you know i live quite near the beach and we've got a pier roker pier with a lighthouse on the end and that's a great standing spot and exactly when you get to the end of the pier you can't you don't just turn around and come back you've got to have a stand Otherwise, you you've fucked it up. You've done yeah. it wrong. You've wasted but your time. But the stand on the pier normally involves leaning against the railings and looking into the sea. So Lovely. it's a stand and lean. It's not a, it's the not stand a clean and stand. Lean, yeah. It's not a clean stand, usually. No. If you do a clean stand when you get to the end of the pier, you look daft because you're not yeah. using the lean facilities. They, um, but when you put when you use those terms, it makes me think of it as like sort of a, a um a, a sporting contest that should be put 
on Channel 5 between Christmas and New Year, like World's Strongest Man. And there it the is. Standest man. That, that's a clean stand. <laughs> yes, it's, a, it's just being reviewed here on video by the judges. And yes, it is a clean stand. There was no absolutely, lean. St- absolutely still. There he is. <laughs> 12 seconds, absolutely still. That's a clean stand. And he'll be pleased with that. He'll be pleased with that. Okay. And that concludes the clean stand. We are moving on to the next round is the lean and stand, in which the Icelandics, of course, usually tend to dominate. <laughs> I watched World's Strongest Man this year, did you? I put it on and my kids castigated me. Really? They said, what are we watching this for? It's just some big blokes carrying stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah and... <laughs> What more do you want? <laughs> Luckily, it's my wife's favourite programme. Is it? Yeah, she fucking loves it. Good. So when, when Good. it comes on, we're like, brilliant. World's strongest man. But there was a fucking amazing Russian on it this year. I can't remember his name. But what I liked about him was, right, because it was lockdown, so it wasn't as good. Like a lot of things, like the darts, it's like, you know, half of the entertainment is some is the crowd. And I love the crowd at World's Strongest Man because it's usually somewhere quite exotic and you think look at all these cunts who've flown across the world to wherever it's being held this year like the Caribbean or Mauritius or something and they've all gone fucking loads of them to just watch these big men lift heavy weights right you mean Mm. that's real commitment and um, but this year it was like there was none of them and then whereas it used to be Inverdale anyone who's been to our live show will know that Inverdale unfortunately was removed from the position of of uh, yeah. the host of World Strongest Man for reasons we yeah. can't really go into but if no. you've been to our live show you'll know you'll know and you'll know so now it's James Richardson who's very much like the, the John Le Missourier of sports broadcasting <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. and and so it's almost like I like James Richardson but he's almost like the least appropriate host in some ways because he takes everything with this sort of dry pinch of salt as if it's absurd yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. And World's Strongest Man, in many ways, actually is absurd. So he's completely fucking, what am I even doing here? Jalapeño. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. Anyway, they're all social distanced, but they're all allowed to go out there and compete. But the Russian guy, they said, he nearly didn't get to come here due to uh, travel restrictions, uh, due to COVID from Russia. In the end, he's managed to come out, but he is the only competitor here who has no one with him. Oh. No coach, no trainer, 
no nutritionist, no, family, no friends, nothing. no family. And I thought, for, at that point, I was like, fucking get in. This mad Russian. I don't need Rock. trainer. I train with bear. Bear not come. Bear not loud on plane. Stupid. <laughs> bear ride on top of plane. Not allowed. <laughs> they say not allowed. Stupid American plane. Weak. <laughs> what do you mean not bear on plane? Not even on wing? No, they so say was, no. was this Russian, was he a contender then? Did he go all the way? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did well. I did, I don't know if he, how far he got in the end. I only watched a couple of episodes, but um, mm. he, he, yeah, he was he was there or thereabouts. Um, he didn't, you know, it's just classic Russian rocking up without anyone with you at all. I just think that's really mm. impressive. Well, I mean, it's, it sounds like a fucking dream, doesn't it, really? It's like, it's like us when we do everything. our live shows. Like yeah. everyone else, they're used to people turning up with like managers, agents, makeup artists, Ooh. fluffers. Road crew. Yeah. yeah, road crews, producers, directors. Just me and you shuffling with a carrier bag. Four <laughs> Stellas, a couple of Heineken Zeros and a fucking falafel rap, some, mate. That's some, all we some need. Disguises. Where's the fucking stage? Do you have any... Uh, where where would you like to keep your props? Fuck off, just tell us where the stage is. <laughs> we kept them in the scenes. We just carry a bag, didn't we? On the yeah. stage. Yeah. On the stage, oh, yeah. Oh, oh man, let's never get above that level. Um, <laughs> right, where are we? Are we going to do some of this book then? Or yeah, what? yeah, that's enough standing chat. Let's uh, have a look inside, Rick, please. If you've got any standing anecdotes, then keep it to yourself, really. Tell us uh, just your favourite standing stories or standing tips. Standing positions, locations, that sort of Done thing. Done any good standing recently? Yeah. I've got uh, the, the random generator has given us page 139. Sorry, I'm just yawning a bit. Um, I don't know, mate. I haven't had my nap. Oh, my in. God. Cosmos alert. I was what? on 139. No lie. Whoa. No lie. Look, Shit right? You said 139, and the first thing I yeah. did was turn the page, and I thought, hang on, mm-hmm. this is... Where am I? Oh, 141. I turned back. I was fucking on 139 when you said it. Fuck me. And what a page. What that? Well, what is it, though? I've just had a look at it. Uh, the headline is, To the Beat. And mm. it says, Despite being deaf and thus unable to hear the music... The members of this Chinese dance troupe are world-renowned for their lyrical classical ballet, Chinese folk music, and Latin dance routines. Mm. Um, and that's about it, really. Deaf dancers. Deaf dancers, great. Well done to them. It's, it's a, a, a fine skill. Now, on top find of the pops. Asking, I don't find myself asking, do I believe it or do I not believe it? Because it's perfectly plausible. But I don't believe it. I don't, don't think it's a, it. I don't. Yeah, I mean, fucking prove it. Prove. I mean, this is just a picture of some some a lady that like sort of dancing. You're asking her to prove that she's deaf. Yeah. So I don't believe a word mm. of this story. I feel this is a page filler. Um, okay. And you never really know if someone's deaf or not, do you? There's no way of proving it. Someone no, can just claim to be it, deaf. Guess, yeah. Yeah, because they want to listen to your conversation and and yeah. think that you'll be less guarded if you think they're stone deaf. They people pretend they can't speak certain languages, mm. but they can and they listen in. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I we'll just... I have never trusted the deaf community. 
Oh, please. Why don't you go on this morning and, t- <laughs> and oh. talk about Oh, I had a pharmacist. It. A pharmacist. So, fucking hell. There's been a year since Pharmacy Gate, almost. Mm. And a fucking pharmacist popped up, piped really? up this morning on um, Twitter for the first time in oh, year, wow. for in months, yeah. Wow. I thought I'd well, blocked not- every single pharmacist in the UK. <laughs> so it seems that one slipped through the net. Maybe this is a freshly qualified one. It's part of the uh, what was weird. passage. What was weird about the, this particular pharmacist attack um, was that what she did was she'd written, do you remember when Delaney Man, CC'd me in obviously, claimed on GMTV, no, Ugh. it was this morning actually, but fine, mm-hmm. um, or GMB I think she said, uh, that, and then she bullet pointed the points that I've made, if you can call them points. <laughs> I mean, she basically bullet-pointed the fucking quite, you know, self-evidently ridiculous, facetious bullshit I said, right? <laughs> and she bullet-pointed it as if it was a series of... It was as if it was Woodrow Wilson's fucking 14 points, right? It was like... <laughs> oh, 18 points. How many points if the cunt made, right? And uh, it was like that, as if I had sort of delivered a, a sort of a ground breaking treaties mm. on pharmacists as opposed yeah. to just fucking rocked up and off the top of my head so, said some sort of so, some facetious nonsense designed almost entirely to make myself the subject of ridicule and, and yeah. jokes and she 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 but what she did was she wrote it all out point by point and I thought why are you doing this these are all criticisms unfair criticisms that I Sam Delaney made <laughs> against your profession so why a year later are you bullet pointing them all and then at the end she just wrote untrue <laughs> and I'm like well <laughs> yeah it is untrue but you've given away most of the space in this tweet to the points themselves and then just written underneath untrue I mean yeah. what, what's anyone gained from any of this She's spreading lies. Well, I mean, the first yeah. anniversary of it's coming up, isn't it? So maybe she wants to be the first to reignite it ahead yeah. of that anniversary. Because I think that's what happens. Um, um, yeah, I mean, no, oh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I might be planning events. I haven't decided yet. I might be planning something <laughs> special to market, but probably not, no. <laughs> I've just done a random number and I'm just ignoring it because the page itself sickens me beyond belief. So I'm not going to fucking go there. Uh, the next number that's come up is 101. Oh, Sam, 101, unicorn puppy. Oh. What could be sweeter than a unicorn puppy? And it's Narwhal, the puppy, and he's oh got an God. extra tail growing out the front of his forehead. Oh, Isn't my that God. sweet? He's got a bonus oh, tail. Look at it. He's got a head tail, the mad bastard. He has. Um, and he's using his head tail to raise awareness about rescue animals. How he's doing that, I don't know. I imagine just by wagging it. Um, employees at Max Mission, an animal rescue centre in Missouri for special needs animals, named the Darling Doggy after a series of whale that has a single tusk growing from its forehead like a unicorn. A thorough veterinarian examination has determined there is no medical need to remove the extra tail. Mm. A feature like my many... rogue testicular cyst. Exactly. Situation. Yeah. yeah, that was the first thing I thought of as well. The uh, a feature that many online fans agree makes narwhal in in in, in, in speech speech marks the coolest puppy ever. Uh, what like cool like the funds? Yeah. 
I don't know about you, but the last thing I want in a puppy is coolness. <laughs> That's not the characteristic I look for in puppies. Well, Quite the opposite. Cuteness. I want cuteness, and Me I want him. them to be. The thing about a puppy is, and and adult dogs usually as well, is that they're so unselfconscious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And coolness, yeah. in many ways, is is a form of extreme self-consciousness, crippling. I mean, if I look at the yeah. Fonz, I think the man was is crippled by insecurities. It's constant need to be seen to be cool. Yeah, and the poise. second-guessing everyone and checking everything he does before he does it, yeah. Yeah, and spending ages getting ready in front of the mirror, doing his... Yeah. He's always combing his hair in front of the mirror, isn't he? Don't get clothes on every day. And, and the poise that you need to maintain to, mm. to be that cool... It's so exhausting. So he must exhausting. Be crying on the inside, mustn't he? Uh, must well, be. it's just a huge. He must be a bag of nerves because a huge amount of effort goes in to maintaining that level of sort of poise and almost mm. choreography about your persona and your behaviour. Yeah. That you must. The only way to sort of you know motivate yourself to be th- that devoted to playing the part of a mm. cool person. Must be a, a complete terror, massive, intense fear at what about what other people think of you. Yeah, yeah. right. And that not is at all, is it? It's not healthy. A puppy, on the other <clears> hand, <throat> could not give a fuck. What is it? I mean, it's it's the ego, isn't it? And then there's the id. Is the id yeah. the true self? Yeah, That's I think the puppy, so. Yeah, isn't it? And obviously, the Fonz yeah. is ruled by his ego. He is, yeah. So it's um, so and the other cool that... people, such as James Dean. Yeah, I mean James Dean. Um, who's the other one? Uh, Dirty Den. Yeah, he was a lot like that. You never yeah. saw Dirty Den with his guard down, did you? Tucker Jenkins. Tucker Jenkins, yeah. Grip of Stebson. Mm. Uh, All the kings of cool. Yeah. Alvin Stardust. Alvin Stardust, of course. Yeah, Shane McGowan. Um, yeah. I mean, we uh, so we're saying that puppies are better than the fonz. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I mean, you got the polar opposites. If I was to design a um a cool spectrum, then mm. you'd have your personality spectrum. You'd have this puppy who's got a tail grown out of his fucking nut at one end, yeah, and fucking fonz titting about in the carsey at fucking Alberts or whatever it was called, combing his hair nonstop I was at the other dying end, wasn't it? Yeah. You never, you never saw the Fonz just resting. You never saw him in leisure wear, jogging pants, or anything like that, did you? Just sitting. Do you know what? Watching, watching world's strongest man. Yeah, exactly. And the fucking Ralph Mouth and Potsy knock round and go, "Hey, Fonz, you coming to Al's diner?" Do you know what? <laughs> no. <clears throat> Are you okay? You haven't shaved today. I haven't <laughs> shaved in fucking three days, you cunts. <laughs> I've had enough. I'm fucking. There's world's strongest man on now. Then I'm going to do a marathon of Midsummer Murders on ITV3. Uh, I've got, I'm going to have a cup of tea, maybe two. I'm going to have a lovely <laughs> bit of Victoria sponge and just sit here and just fucking chill out. Watch the, the box. I'm fucking, I don't know. I might be back at some point, but at the moment, I just don't know. I'm just fucking excited. It's, lads, it's about self-care, you know, and getting in touch with your id. <laughs> oh, okay, fancy. Are you sure you don't want us to ask the doctor to stop by? Fuck, I'm fucking fine. Honestly, <laughs> trust me, mate. I've never been happier. I've found the secret of happiness. 
<laughs> yeah, if only. Uh, yeah, I hated fucking Happy Days. I hated it. Sort it used of, to be on it, all the time. In some ways, it's a bit depressing, isn't it? Happy Days. I just never thought it was funny or fucking cool or anything. It no, it's hard to know what shite. it was. I, I did know. I, I suppose, if I'm honest, I see what you mean now, but if I really think back and think, what did I think when I was young and I first started seeing it? In that era, in the 80s, I know it was a 70s show, but I first became aware of it, I suppose, in the early 80s when I was quite young. And and at that time, anything associated with 1950s America was just fucking mind-blowingly cool, wasn't it? I mean, it was. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was, because like, in the 80s, when you're a kid, I mean, like primary school age, you sort of yeah. think, yeah, man, burgers, fries, milkshakes, <laughs> fucking those jackets with letters on them, you know, hair, <clears throat> like hair with fucking brill yeah. cream in, leather jacket, do you know what I mean? Denim that, jeans, yeah. right? All yeah. this stuff in that well, era, uh, that, yeah. that kind of 1950s Americana, which is which I still like, but it's like 50s Americana when you were a boy was like, yeah, yeah that's fucking amazing. Well, I love Chicken Stevens, but I didn't love the fans. So, you know, riddle me that. Chicken to be Stevens, honest, Chicken Stevens was more authentic than the fans, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he had more of a commitment to the whole thing. We need to dig more into Chicken Stevens' life because there's a lot going on there. He was a very heavy drinker during his, his pomp. I've told you about Chicken. my encounter with him at Glastonbury. Have, yeah. 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 He called me a clown. Well, how me, Sam Delaney, of all people. Well, th- th- this was where well, it was Glastonbury, wasn't it? So, within yeah. the context of Glastonbury, you were a yeah. clown. He was the no. star, he was no. the performer. <clears throat> no, I was what he should have seen me as was the 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 Peer? next generation John Peel, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's Which why I was there. there. That's why I was there. <laughs> But no. You're right. To feather your own nest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'll leave it there. We've done our allotted 31 plus minutes. Um, I think we've yeah. got somewhere. I think that we've got somewhere. I really love the puppy chat. If you have the book, spend some time looking at this. Pu- There's something a bit distressing about the tail hanging out of the puppy's head. I can't quite put my finger on it. Maybe it's because it looks a bit like a willy. Yeah, it does a bit, doesn't it? A really hairy one. Oh, hairy dog it, willy. I don't know if it wags or not. Will we have dog willies when we do the dog casters from? Definitely. Big dog willies. Definitely. <laughs> well, look, we've got one demand, and that is big dog willies. Hello. Costumes. Hello, is that Disney? Yeah. <clears throat> it's us from Top Light Township. You'll have heard of us. We're fucking huge podcasts from Britain. But we're, we're global anyway. Anyway, shut up. Listen, we're going to do a film. And it's based on your idea of that dog lawyer you had in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> so we're bringing day. it back. A few differences to make it more up to date. <clears throat> now, if you want a piece of it, fine. You can get in bed with us now. Buy it off the market. If not, I warn you, we're going to do it anyway. But there are some <laughs> stipulations. One, big dog willies. We have to have them. Hairy ones. <laughs> <laughs> that wag. <laughs> Waggy dog willies. <laughs> All right, you've got 24 hours. Get back to us if you've got any concerns. You've got our fax number. Uh, I look forward to not hearing from you. <laughs> GTFN. Uh, so there we go. Watch out for that coming soon. Um, All right, that's it from this one. Thanks. We'll do another one next week. Bye. Bye.
Bye. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thank you.